hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. My name is Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so glad that you are here. So first things first, I want to start off by saying that my new book is done. So I started working on the publishing part yesterday, and I am extremely excited. Um, And I am pushing for it to go live on Monday. So it's called Healed for Purpose. Um, I'm going to finish working on that today. So it will be uh, live on Amazon. There will be an ebook. Uh, for the Kindle, and there will also be an actual paperback book that you can order. Um, And uh, I'm going to try to do some other things where I can do some direct uh, sales of the book where I can sign them and send them to you as well if you would like that. But again, I'm hoping that it goes live on Monday the 14th, um, and that will be on Amazon. So anyways, let's get started. Um, so today I want to talk about you were chosen for this and it's funny because God works in just mysterious ways. Um, I'm gonna start off by, by, by telling a story. So God chose me and my family to be a change agent. He chose me to have the story that was not the perfect one, right? He chose me to have this story because I was strong enough to handle it. And he chose me because he could see the end of my story while I could only see the beginning. And, you know, you look at your family and as you get older and you you begin to assess, right? Each person in your family. And as a child, you see them differently. As a teenager, you see them even more differently. Then as an adult, you see them differently. As you grow, you begin to see things in a different form. But sometimes the things that we go through right? The struggles, the trials, the tribulations, the addiction, the prison, the trauma, all of these things that we go through, they're not by mistake. And I talk about this all the time on my podcast that your story is in your journey is someone else's healing, right? Although they're watching you, They don't comment. They don't say, I support you. They don't do anything, but they're watching you. And I'm going to tell you a story. So my dad, okay, um, had to make some hard decisions, right? When I was a child to protect me, right? And as a child, of course, you never understand the decisions that your parents are making, right? You, you don't understand. But as I got older, I began to understand, right? But you also have two ex-wives that 
believe in trashing him, right? Believe in talking about him, believing in doing everything still when his oldest child, me, is almost 43 and you've got two other children in their mid-30s, right? But you have ex-wives who their mission in life is to destroy you. So it's easy to, to play that side of the street because, you know, I did not understand some of the decisions that he made when I was younger, when it came to me. And I had a conversation with my, with my um, great aunt one time, not too long ago. And she says, I keep trying to get your dad to, to read your book, my first book, where I told my story. And she said, he won't read it. She says, I've, he, I think he feels like there's something in there, like you're upset with him or you're angry with him. And I told her, I said, I'm going to tell you something. My dad was the only person that never judged me. He was the only man who never judged me, who never talked about me, who, you know, he didn't know how to make the right choices for me once I got older as an adult and I was in my addiction and I was doing all the things. He would not have been able to save me if he wanted to. Because I was not in a place to be saved at that point. The only person who could have, the only person who could have saved me is God. And he did. But as my life changed, I began to see my dad. And I think my great aunt probably had that conversation with him because she asked me if she could. And I said, absolutely. But as a man, you're proud, right? And you want to be strong and you want to be courageous and you it's hard for you to be vulnerable especially when it comes to your children right so I can see the aspect because it's hard sometimes for me as a woman to be vulnerable to my children right about the things that I have done in my life right so I get it but I'm going to tell you something it's a good feeling when you know that a parent or someone has has put down the pride and the ego and accepted where they are right now. And with my dad, right, we never had the relationship of um, where he would say, I'm proud of you, you, you know, keep going and all of this. Well, yesterday he called me twice yesterday and one of the conversations, um, I've always wondered, right, why my parents got divorced because I never knew, I never asked, right? Because I thought that that would be a whole nother trauma episode that I would have to deal with. But we just got to talking yesterday and it just kind of came out, right? And, and, and sometimes you're like, there's two sides to every story, but then sometimes in your gut, you know, the story is right, you know, just by hearing one side of it. And, but how I have to respect him is that he didn't sit there and bash her. He literally just said the story, 
right? And he told the story after that, but it had nothing to do with her. But he didn't bash her. He didn't say bad things about her. He just said what happened. And that was it. And the second phone call, I'm sitting there and I'm working on my book. And things were not working out, right? I designed the cover. It wouldn't go on the right way. And I was frustrated. And he said, you've got this. You're going to figure it out. You always do. And if you don't figure it out, I, you know there's someone that you'll, you can call and you can figure it out. I'm like, there is no one else. I don't know that anybody else knows how to do this uh, that I know. And he's like, well, then you're going to figure it out. And I'm like, that felt good for my dad to say that. Because normally my dad doesn't say stuff like that, right? So it just allowed, it just affirms me in the fact that my life has set a standard for other people to heal, right? My life and my truth and my representation of how I have dealt with the trauma in the past and the addiction and all of these things is beginning to flow over into other people. And even if my job is to put my dad at peace, I'm okay with that. If it's to encourage another family member, I'm okay with that. Because sometimes people don't want to face the things that they've been through because they feel as if they're so ashamed. Right? And I don't need an apology. Right? I don't need an apology. Because my dad's here. Right? My dad makes effort. My dad loves my husband. He loves his great-grandkids. He loves his grandkids. So there's nothing that nobody can say about him because we've all made bad decisions. But how do you face those bad decisions? Do you try to fix it no matter how long it's been? Or do you just skate around it and act like nothing's happened? But I want to encourage you today, not by just telling you a story, but I want to encourage you today that you were chosen to be that change agent, right? You were chosen to be a person that heals from the trauma, from the past, from the addiction, from the homelessness, from all of those things that were meant to destroy you. You were chosen to heal and live a life that will, that will show others how to heal also. Now, it's not your job to try and fix the broken pieces of someone else's life. It's your job to heal and be the example of what healing looks like. And I found a verse um, in Joel uh, chapter 2, 
and it's verse 25. I, the Lord, sent my army against you. Those swarming locusts and the hopping locusts and the destroying locusts are the cutting locusts. Ate your things. So, I'm going to show you how I, how I see this, okay? I see this as trauma. I see this as pain. I see this as addiction, right? The swarming locusts, okay? We could talk about that as, like I said, trauma, addiction, homelessness, uh, grieving. We could talk about all of these, right? And it says that they, were, that they came to destroy, right? The locusts came to destroy. But I, the Lord, will pay you back for the years of trouble. Then you will have plenty to eat and you will be full. Full, right? When we talk about food, okay, I, I, don't, rep- I don't see this as a representation of food, okay? I, rep- I see this as rep- a representation, I can't talk today, representation of you being full of life, full of joy, healed, whole. The locust was meant to destroy you. The trauma was meant to destroy you, okay? The abuse was meant to destroy you. And it may have for a moment. But then God put a standard against it. He saved you by grace. He saved you by mercy. He made it possible for you to be whole and for you to heal. And now he says, you will have plenty to eat and you will be full. You will be full of life. He will give you life. You may have went through things in your life that you don't understand how to get out of. You may feel lost. You may feel stuck. You may feel like a victim. But can I tell you that you have to envision what you what that whole version of you looks like. What does that healed version of you look like? What does that whole version of you look like? And when you imagine that, that's what you have to fight for. You have to quit, excuse me, you have to quit envisioning yourself as a victim And start envisioning yourself as an overcomer. Because we get into situations and speak negatively over ourselves. I'm hurt. I'm broken. I'm lost. I'm stuck. I've been abused. I've been... And we, we speak these things from our mouth. But in God, He gave you strength. And through him, you are strong. The thing is, is that nobody can take that strength away from you. 
Nobody can take your story for his glory away from you. Nobody can distract or remove the purpose that he has for you. Because you were chosen to be that agent for him. You were chosen. You may have went through trials, tribulations, trauma, grief, all of these things, but can you envision the whole version of yourself? Can you envision that version of yourself that is on this beautiful healing journey? Can you envision yourself as a person who is not stuck, who is not lost? Can you envision who that person is? And if you can, you need to begin to walk as if it is though. You need to walk as you are that person. How does that person talk to themselves? How does that person interact every day with others? How does that person live every day? How do you envision the best version of yourself? You need to get in the mindset of, I am healed. I am whole. I can do all things because he has made me strong. My story is for his glory. I did not go through the trauma and the abuse to sit in this. I went through it because he has chose me to be an overcomer. I have been chosen for this. But you have to you have to think about the version of yourself that you want to be. If you walk around all day long telling yourself I'm broken, I'm lost, I'm stuck. I can't do this. I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? No. Stop saying those things. You are speaking those things into existence. Those are the things that Satan wants you to speak because he wants to keep you distracted. He wants you off course. He wants you to be miserable and be surviving and not thriving. But you have a God that you serve that has chosen you for such a time as this. He has chosen you to be the best version of yourself because somebody else needs that version of you. Somebody needs that whole version of you. So you have to envision the best version of yourself. Who do you see that person as? What do they look like? What do they act like? What are they doing every single day? Are they living in purpose? Are they walking in their vision? Are they speaking life into others? Are they sharing their story? Are they writing their books? Are they starting their business? What does that person look like? And you need to walk in that version of you. Stop walking in the version 
of yourself that you don't like. Because God has already ordained you as healed, whole. He's already ordained the abundance. I say this all the time and I think about this all the time because somebody's, I heard this in a training one time and it stuck with me. Always, always stuck with me. The moment that you get to heaven, just envision that you're walking and you see all of these little rooms. It almost looks like you walk into an indoor storage um, facility, right? And there's all these storage doors, right, on each side. And it's a long hallway. And there's one door that's open. And it's your door. And you walk to that door. And you see all of these boxes lined up. Stacked up, stacked up, stacked up, stacked up. You see all these boxes. And each of those boxes is a blessing that you missed. Because you didn't walk in the best version of you. You allowed yourself to stay distracted by the things that Satan wants to keep you distracted. He wants to keep you hurting. He wants to keep you resentful. He wants to keep you where you're unforgiving and you're, you're seeking revenge instead of peace and you're living in unforgiveness and you're bitter. But the blessings that he has stored up for you, you do not want to miss those. You don't want to get to heaven and see your little storage room still full of all the things that you missed because you didn't want to walk in the best version of yourself. What other people say about you is none of your business. What you say about you is all of your business. You have to walk the path in which God has given you. We can't walk other people's paths for them. We can't make other people heal. We can't heal other people's broken pieces. That is not our job. Our job is to walk in the version of ourselves in which God has showed us to be. And when we do that, all things will follow. I never imagined my dad saying, you got this, you're going to do this. Because that's just not really who my dad is. But hearing that and then hearing a story all in one day uh, about how my parents split up, what happened with them, it, it gave me peace. But I didn't have to force it. I just had to keep moving on my journey. Right? I just had to keep walking my path. I didn't have to fix him. It's not my job to fix my dad. But it is my job to be the change agent for the people in the family who are living below their means. And when I say living below their means, I mean spiritually, I mean uh, emotionally, mentally, they're living below their means. Why? Because they're sitting in their hurt. They're sitting in their pain. We see posts on Facebook. I'm, you know, I'm feeling defeated. Why are you feeling defeated? You're speaking defeat over your life. Speak life over yourself. 
Speak healing and wholeness over yourself. We are our biggest critics. I am no, trust me, I am my biggest critic. I put so much pressure on myself. Can't nobody tell me nothing about myself that I don't already tell myself. But I know and I can see clear as day who that version of Melody is. Right? I can see her. I can see her emerging each day that I do a podcast or that I publish a book, that I do any of these things. I can see the version of her emerging and I can see her. I see myself as a visionary. I see myself as a legacy builder. I see myself in that, in that place. I see myself as a coach. I see myself speaking to millions of people on different stages. I see that. Do I question, am I good enough for this? Do I question, am I qualified for this? Absolutely. But I still speak it. My husband speaks it. Today, I want you to show up. Right? I want you to show up as the best version of yourself today. I want you to get in that mirror and affirm yourself. I want you to tell yourself the good things about you. And it's okay. You can tell yourself all the things you like about yourself. You have to learn to love you before you can love anyone else. You have to embrace your self-worth journey before you can be an example for someone else's self-worth journey. I'm going to be real because and this is how I feel. If I see you on social media or in real life and I see you with the fancy cars and the fancy house and all of this stuff, right? I don't care about that. What I want to know is what you went through to get to that place because you didn't start out there. I want to hear the hard things. I want to hear the truth. I want to hear about the tears, the self-worth journey. I want to hear about the addiction. I want to hear about the, I want to hear that you're relatable to me. We are a representation of God's goodness. We are a representation of the saving grace that God has. Because we've all been through something. But can you walk in the version 
of believing what God says about you. That you're whole. That you will live in abundance. That he will give you double for your trouble. That you don't have to worry. That you are forgiven daily. That all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Do you have faith? Do you know that he's working in your life? Do you know that he loves you? Do you know that he wants you to have abundance? If so, you need to start walking in that. Because we often talk about where we are and how lost and broken and all these things that we are. But let's not keep telling ourselves what a victim we are. Let's start talking about how much we've overcome. See, we get stuck in this victim mentality. We get stuck in a victim mentality of I've been hurt. I've been all this. And trust me, I, I have had to heal from that because I lived in a victim mentality. And it literally tore my life apart. But when you begin to walk and talk and imagine and speak over yourself, God is going to move in your life. Start telling yourself all the things you've overcome. Start telling yourself how far you have came. Start telling yourself how much you've healed or how much you've changed. Stop criticizing yourself for your journey because there's somebody that couldn't even have walked in that journey. There's somebody that didn't make it through that same journey that you're going through. But you did and you were chosen and you are strong and you are uh, courageous and you are an overcomer. You are whole. You are healed. You were destined for such a time as this. But it's time for you to stop holding back the version of yourself that you see in your mind. Because in your mind, you see a bigger version of yourself. But you're afraid of what someone may say about you or that someone may judge you or laugh at you or talk about you. That's okay. People talked about Jesus. What other people say about you is none of your business. What you say about yourself is your business. And it's time for you to stop playing the backstage behind the curtains of your own life. People don't control your destiny. God controls your destiny. It's time to pull back the curtains and embrace and envision and walk and talk in the in. in the best version of yourself. Who is that person? And it's time for you to start walking and speaking and talking and living like that version that you see as you. So today I want to encourage you. Know that what you went through is not by mistake. What you went through is God showing you that you're more powerful 
and you're stronger than what you believe. But your testimony and your story and your healing is for his glory. Start speaking life into yourself and into your situations. Stand up today as the best version of you. Not the watered down or diluted version that the world says that you should be. But step into who you are and who God created you to be. Because you're worth that. You're worth stepping into that person. And you're strong enough to step into that person. You are bold. You are courageous. Or courageous. I can't even talk today. Courageous. Uh, you are an overcomer. You are strong and powerful. And you were designed for such a time as this. So today, walk in it. Walk in that person that you have been imagining yourself to be. Walk in that. Because that's the person that God created you to be. That's the person that is going to change the world. That's the person that's going to heal families. That's the person that is going to, to speak to millions of people and write millions of books and, and help other people in their journey. So start walking in it today. Walk in that version of yourself that God has already told you that you could be. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. I hope I added value. And um, if you are actually listening to the podcast, please go to Apple Podcast or Spotify. It's called The True Power From Within. Go ahead and leave a follow and leave a review if I added value or literally share it to your social medias, uh, put it in your stories, whatever. It just helps me get... Um, the word out there. And again, if you didn't hear the beginning of this, um, if you're on live, my new book, Healed for Purpose, I think it's going to launch on Monday. I'm claiming it's going to launch on Monday. So um, I am going to order some books, some actual copies. I can do signed copies and mail them to you, or it will be available on Amazon in an ebook and also in paperback. So again, it's called Healed for Purpose, and uh, I'll see you guys again soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.